you ever feel that you can't assume a role of spiritual leadership because of past misdeeds? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 45 of Ksubas. And we learn that when you transform yourself spiritually, you become an entirely new body, a new individual. You're not that person with the same name from yesterday. You are completely renewed. Welcome to the Transformative Daf, and thank you for being my Chavrusa today. I like to begin with the story. Yiftach was a leader of Israel who lived during the time of the judges, but he wasn't always a leader. He was born out of wedlock and was always the black sheep of the family. The other children picked on him and taunted him about his shameful beginnings. Eventually, they completely drove him away from the family and off he went to another city to reestablish himself. One day, when the children of Israel could no longer bear the Canaanite oppression, the elders arrived in Yiftach's town and asked him to be leader of the people. I am despised. I was driven away. Why would you choose me as your leader? asked Yiftach. Let's look at today's Gemara. If a king or high priest sinned prior to their appointment to office and was subsequently appointed, Rabbi Shimon says if they were aware of their mistake prior to their appointment, they are liable for the sacrifice. But if they only became aware of it following their appointment, they are exempted. Says Rashi, they are exempted completely. We see that since their bodies changed, the sacrifice changes. Let's analyze the Gemara. Certain grave sins, such as eating bread on Pesach or eating anything on Yom Kippur, incur the punishment of kares, which is the severance of the soul from its heavenly source. If a person inadvertently committed a sin punishable by kares, he would be liable to bring a sin offering. Differing sacrifices were prescribed depending upon the identity of the individual. A regular layperson is required to offer a ewe or doe goat. The king is required to offer a he goat and the high priest must bring a young bull. What if an individual sinned, but prior to offering the sacrifice, he was appointed king or high priest? Rabbi Shimon says that if he only became aware of his iniquity subsequent to his appointment, he is completely absolved of any liability. He is liable neither for the lay offering nor the special offering. Rashi describes it as a change in the body of the individual, almost as if he's no longer the same physical person. The Dove of Mesharim quips that this Rashi explains the Medrash that if someone was short when he became king, he would grow taller as a result of the anointing oil. The simple meaning of the Medrash, of course, is that the anointment would elevate the new king to a level where he would stand head and shoulders above the crowd. While that was literally true of Shaul, the first king of Israel, it was probably a mere figure of speech for most other kings of our people. Let's return to Rashi's teaching that upon his elevation to the throne or high priesthood, an individual becomes a completely different person. Not only can he let go of any mistakes that he made in the past, in a certain sense, it's as if someone else made those errors. He's an entirely new individual. What an inspiring and powerful idea. Sometimes in life, we hesitate to assume roles of spiritual leadership because we're burdened by past iniquities. Many people hold themselves back from becoming appointed to the Almighty's service because they believe that they are tainted by their past. Maybe you didn't grow up observant. Maybe you were brought up in a religious home but had a period of your life that you regret. You say to yourself, how could I teach a Torah class? How could I serve on the shul board? Given my checkered past, I'm just not a suitable candidate. But listen to what Rabbi Shimon says. 
particularly if you only became aware of your mistakes later, you don't need to be ashamed of your past at all. The choices made by your 18-year-old self are not indicative of present-day you. You are not that person. And sometimes, just like Yiftach, your early distance from God and Israel was no fault of your own. Others may have impeded your ability to reach your full potential because they were jealous. Don't allow them an everlasting victory. Don't let them drag you down for life. Don't allow their taunts to keep you from fulfilling your incredible potential. A decade ago, you were a different person. A year ago, you were a different person. Yesterday, you were a different person. Today is the first day of the rest of your life and the Jewish people need you. The Almighty has selected you for greatness and liberated you from your past. May you lead our people with fresh ideas flowing from your fresh new mind and body, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.